Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That's what we need because Masvidal's fodder now. You feed him to people. He's no longer a top guy. He's a um, gatekeeper. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the Weekend Warrior Show presented to you by MMA Torch. I'm Reese Lawrence and joining me as always is Chief Editor of The Torch, Sean Covington. In today's episode we're going to be recapping UFC 272 with Colby Covington getting a dominant win over Jorge Masvidal. We're going to be reflecting on Marina Moroz, the only Ukrainian UFC fighter who got a big win this past weekend. And finally, we're going to be talking about Bryce Mitchell with a very interesting interview after his win against Edson Barbosa. Then, shifting over to Cain Velasquez, huge story breaking in the last couple of weeks, with Velasquez being charged on attempted murder, more to come. Then, Kayla Harrison re-signing with PFL, a massive signing for the company, we'll see where it goes. Eagle FC, with a very important multi-year multi-million dollar sponsorship with a cryptocurrency sponsorship deal and finally as always previewing this weekend's upcoming fights with UFC fight night Ankalaev versus Santos but just generally Sean and we usually you know go right to the this past weekend's fights just give me your thoughts on Kobe Covington's performance what Masvidal did or or lack thereof, um, just where both guys go, are you interested in the fight, that type of stuff. Masvidal needs to go to the bum couch. He's on the bum couch now. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> he's definitely a bum. Um, that's not something I wanted to believe. Now the signs were there because uh, it's lost to Usman. Who's like, oh, I thought it was gonna be more wrestling. It's like should have thought it was gonna be more everything. You know, it's it's MMA. Should have thought anything could happen to you in it. You know, he could he could have been start doing drunken monkey in there, and you should have been aware of that he would do that or that that could happen. So I don't like his excuse that you know, yeah, my wrestling wasn't sharp. When was your wrestling ever going to be as good as Kobe Covington's or good enough to really le- legitimately stop him? Usman's wasn't even. You know, uh, so. I don't know where what he was thinking, where he was coming from with that. Um, he should have just said he got his ass whooped and he doesn't want to fight anymore. That's what I. That's what he should have did, you know, because uh, that's pretty much where he is. So I flip. I flipped on both of them. I, I'm. I did a 180 on both fighters. Uh, Kobe Covington was the one I didn't like and was the guy that never did enough. He still doesn't finish fights. Um, but it's not for lack of trying anymore. And that was my thing about him. He wasn't trying to uh, finish his fights. But when he fights someone who can finish him, he definitely goes in all in, which is great. Uh, it's just, you know, previously in his career, that's not something he was 
I, I didn't see him going for the job. Uh, let me close this loud front door of mine. I live next to a highway. That's why I was cheap. <laughs> they say the housing market's trash. It's not trash. It's just live next to a highway. Um, a highway is also a bomb highway. So remember that too. Although I've, I've seen no homeless people. And also, if you hear clacking on my floor, that is, those are my two uh, new four-year-old Huskies. Uh, I'm probably a stupid man. I've heard three or four people <laughs> tell me not to get Huskies. Uh, and I don't even have a fence. Right now, they're in the house. Look, everybody's going to talk that shit. Yep, I said it. They're good dogs, okay? They are good dogs. And they do behave. It's when they don't feel like behaving is when you be in trouble. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, so in a roundabout way, that's they, those, the two dogs I got remind me of the fight I watched. Um, you don't know, like they say, you don't know who's going to win the fight until they fight. You know, that's why the fights happen. And I didn't, sure, you can hear about huskies and different type of dogs all you want, but you don't know how they are until you get them. So I'm going to, I'm fostering two dogs right now. You can hear him shaking, and that's you know if, if and and this, the crazy part about it is I I if I just listen to what people said about these two fighters, uh, then I would have just went with it. But I actually watched them fight and watched their fights, and it was good. I, I forgot what I who I predicted would win. I thought Masvidal might catch him off guard or something like that because I like to go with the striker because you can you can be luckier. You know, um, with takedowns and stuff like that, you can get caught going in for a takedown. I mean, the average person, if they shoot on you, uh, if you know they, if, if you're aware that they could do that, how you know you're blasting them. You could, you're gonna knock them out as soon as they go for it. It's the worst possible thing you could do in a real fight is go for a takedown, and the person knows it. They gotta know it though. I mean, if you're fighting someone with knowledge of MMA, you're about to be in trouble. Um, because anybody trying to take you down is not really uh, trying to... Oh, Kobe Covington has some good ground and pound. Let's talk about that. How do, how do you think... I want to ask you a question. How do you think he did in this fight? Because I think he did uh, better than he did in this fight with Usman uh, in a lot of ways. I think he's improved. So how do, you, how do you think he did in this fight? How do you think he improved? And do you think uh, he might be fighting Usman down the line? Um. I don't, I don't think he really improved um, from the Usman fight to this fight. I just think it's what you're seeing as improvement is actually just a drop of level that you, in competition. Um, I think the way he fought Usman uh, the first time, you know, obviously he was up on one judge's scorecard, going into the fifth before the stoppage. I had him winning the fight. Um, obviously Usman came on late like the champion he is and then the second fight I mean it was you know razor close again it was you know you could argue 3-2 either way uh, most people would say I think Usman did just enough to win the three rounds to two but you could see that in there it was they're the two best in the division they're the two best in the world so when Kobe Covington goes to fight anyone else you see the difference in level because he's on the level of Kamar Usman. So you're you're talking about a guy who's on the level of one of the best fighters ever. And 
Jorge Masvidal, like you said, he is not that. Um, he's a good fighter. He's had a great run. Um, 2019, three fights, three wins. Put him out the pasture. I said he's had a great run. You just put him out the pasture. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I didn't really buy into this Masvidal title. I mean, you know, the six days notice thing, it was cool. It was a, it was a replication of a representation, sorry, of Masvidal's character that he's like a gangster. He, he'll take fights on short notice. He'll do. He'll just fight anyone anywhere. Um, and that was cool. It was fun. It was good in the summer. The April rematch when he got knocked out was sort of like, okay, that's definitely showing the difference in in skill level. I don't think he really deserved the rematch to be honest. Um, I think he's in that pool of fighters now where it's you know 37. Massive pay-per-view draw will always be that. Put him in the likes with Nate Diaz again. Those type of fights. Fun fights. Not title fights. I think he's done with that. But Kobe Covington. Um, yeah, I just... I mean, everyone was probably expecting that. They were either expecting that or a Masvidal, you know, crazy knockout that um, would be the only ways of winning. And it sort of just turned into that. And, I mean, with Kobe, um, he's a great fighter. Really great fighter. I know what you mean about um, sometimes lacking that skill to finish fights. Um, not for lack of trying, obviously, like you said. He's got great cardio. Um, the problem is is that he, he might end up come, becoming, I said this, I think I tweeted something, that he probably become the, the the best ever fighter to never win a title. And, you know, I got some yeah. people. Oh, they, 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 they wanted your head for that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they wanted. I knew uh, what you meant. I knew yeah. what you meant. They, they, but he had a disputed championship. Everybody, he's won. And I'm like, not really. Like, he did. But, like, since since he didn't win that belt against the other champion, he, he it kind of nullif- kind of nullifies his actual championship. Yeah. I mean, I mean he had an interim championship. I don't know what people are tripping about yeah i mean yeah let me just clear that up actually real quick um exactly right uh what you're saying is i probably should have made it made it clear that i don't view interim champions as champions um let's just no let, man fuck them let's just look at yeah, that out too fuck that. <laughs> i mean like it's, it's hard because on one hand you've got like a guy like dustin poirier who worked so hard to get to the position of fighting for an interim belt and he views himself now as a champion. Now, who's to say to take that off him? He is a champion as a fighter. He's a great fighter. He does a lot for charity and things like that. But then, on the other hand, you have a guy like Cyril Gann, who in August of this of last year fought Derek Lewis for an interim heavyweight title fight. He dominated that fight. Um and if you look up the build-up to that fight, you know, the, the the guys he beat to get to Derek Lewis, it there were some names there, but are we really saying that to get to an interim belt, however much waiting that holds, and then to beat Derek Lewis, who, don't get me wrong, very skilled, um, you know, power puncher, fan favourite, all that stuff, but... I mean, if you're Cyril Gann and you're that technical and you're that skillful, you should be beating a guy like that, which he did. But he then went into an, an actual title fight against the real heavyweight champion, the undisputed heavyweight champion, and got dominated. So 
how does that show that he's a champion? It shows you that there was another guy in the division better than him. And that's where I just kind of get lost in this um, championship, these belts where these guys think they are. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away. You know, they're they're working hard to get these things. But that's what I meant about Kobe Covington. I thought, um, yes, he won the interim belt. I knew that. I didn't stop people from commenting. They love to they love to uh, say something, don't they, Sean? But um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm glad they I'm glad they did it because it actually exposed him as casuals because uh, you got to. That's why I, I didn't say anything, though, because I, I wasn't going to come to your defense. What did I need to defend? I knew what you meant. I'm like, no, Kobe had an interim title and he didn't defend it. He didn't. He's not the undisputed. He was a disputed. And you you said that you actually went in there and said, no, he was a disputed champion. Yeah. You know, and uh, people don't get that. I'm like, if you don't get it, then I don't know. Then you know, then they're casual combat sports fans in general, period, because that means they don't know anything about boxing. That term undisputed means everything in boxing everything. because they got so many titles, so many unifications have to take place. But that's how they make all of their money, all of it. If you don't believe me, everybody's talking about is being billed as the biggest match, but the biggest match in WrestleMania history is the one coming up, and it's a unification match. Two heavyweight wrestlers about to unify their titles. Talk all the shit you want about pro wrestling. You'll never make anywhere close to that money. Be close to that relevant. Be close to that good at anything uh, (laughs) you do in your life as good as they are at what they do. Just enjoy it for what it is and understand that when your title is disputed, people aren't going to look at you as a legitimate champion. Nobody actually is. Now, I will say this. We didn't know what exactly what they were going to do. So, yes, when he won, when you win the interim title, unless they're going to unify it, you are the champ, right? You are. What if uh, Nagano didn't come back? What, what if he was done? Didn't that title belong to Cyril Gone, right? So you do have to respect it right then and there. But once once it's over with, once that title's unified, you don't respect it anymore. You, well, not if the person lost. So you know, I, I had your back on that one, but I, I, I wasn't. I, it was it wasn't anything to really defend, except them exposing themselves as casuals. That's why they kept saying casual, casual, casual. I'm like, yeah, you guys are. That's why you keep saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult because you have like some cases like a DC who wins the belt because John Jones, you know, um, is vacates um, for being suspended and and banned for two years. So it it becomes difficult where you think DC is a true two time champion, you know, two division champion, but at the same time he never actually won the light heavyweight belt from its rightful um champion he, he he won it in a vacant title fight so it's like it's difficult um but that's just you know my opinion on interim belt holders but um in some ways you know it, it, take it how you how you feel but just getting back quickly onto the the Covington um thing obviously you know I think Sean especially will be looking at you know the likes of a Jorge Masvidal and thinking God, WWE, really? I mean, he's already been in AEW a little bit, but you're just thinking that the path, and, and same with Kobe Covington, really, at some point, you're just thinking, 
when are they going to cross over and maybe for Jorge Masvidal um, that's sooner rather than later now from this loss but um, I don't know I just I, 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 can, I can't really see a clear path for Kobe because when you lose two title fights it becomes very difficult um, obviously to get a third one you know Max Holloway is going to be doing it soon no one really else um, gets that opportunity so do you do the winner of Burns Chemayev versus Covington I think he's proved that he's better than those guys he proved that he doesn't really need to take fights like that anymore he should be fighting the champion or then or you know these money fights like a Dustin Poirier fight maybe that he's been calling for well I mean what do you see next for you know Kobe and then perhaps Masvidal later uh, Masvidal needs to uh, fight Kamayev. That's what, that's what he needs to do. Like, uh, yep, that's what we need because Masvidal's fodder now. You feed him to people. He's no longer a top guy. He's a uh, he's a um, uh, gatekeeper. And and then like he is. He's a gatekeeper to the absolute top. He is. You know, because um, he didn't. Yes, Usman stopped him. Um, that was because of their fighting style, but he didn't stop on the first time because that's not the style in which they fought. You know, um, they weren't just, oh, let's just, you know, swing, swing, swing. And I don't really know why um, Masvidal chose to do that at that point. He said it was more wrestling than he thought. No, nah, I think you wanted him to take you down and then kind of throw him off with some of your striking, not just go in there and uh, you know, bait him into knocking you out, and then he knocks you out. Like his striking, the thing that improved the most about uh, Usman was uh, Kamara Usman was his striking ability. It, it greatly improved. Yeah, <laughs> it improved enough to where we knew he had the ability, the, the speed, the power, and the technique to knock out Masvidal. So I don't know what the hell he was thinking in. So that's why he's a gatekeeper, and that's why he needs to stop people from coming in. So that's that's on him if he doesn't like it. Um, what's he gonna do? Run his mouth and get his ass whooped again? Oh, ooh. I mean, nobody's scared of the dude. He runs his mouth and gets his ass whooped. King of Miami and all that stuff. Kobe Covington came in there, took his shots. It's not like Kobe Covington to get didn't get pieced up. But he wasn't getting ground and pounded, though. Masvidal was, you know, and that's not even something that happens a lot in in the UFC anymore. Like or MMA period. You just don't see a lot of ground and pound unless somebody's really not that real rounded at all. And Masvidal, you know, he kind of showed himself not to be that. And forget going back to the drawing board. Be a great gatekeeper and earn some money. You know, uh, advocate for that BMF uh, uh, title to float around and not be, you know, be a se- a separate championship and that it can't be on the line with other championships. Do that, because it, it, it doesn't make sense to just have that belt on a champion because it's likely not going to come off of the champion. So, but it does different if you got um, you got any old body with it. You know, let's say Frankie Edgar had it for whatever reason. Brian Ortega could just knock him out and take it, you know, and then Ortega had it. Now we got... Somebody else that would take it from Ortega, I don't know who, but um, you can't put that on the line, and that that's that's what's in their future. But uh, Kobe Covington, he needs to somehow get that BMF title. That's what they need to be fighting over. They don't have a, a real future in the UFC anymore. Um, 
Covington won, but there's no one left for him to fight. I mean, he could fight Burns just because. That would be nice to see. But what the hell is he going to get out of it? Burns is going to lose his fight. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Covington. Kobe Covington can fight uh, Burns, but but what if win or win or lose, it doesn't what, matter. Yeah. Play, yeah. What about what if if the if Jemaya beats Burns in their fight that's April, I think. What ha- would you see um, sort of reasoning for Co- Covington to fight Shmaev or no? I would, but I, I, that's not the fight I want to see. Um, I've watched Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns' main event too many pay-per-views. But this is the one I want to see coming up next because it's the last. Yeah. They're they making it pretty clear that they, it's like this is what we really wanted from the beginning. And to be fair, although they, you know, they're writing the story, so they're writing what they want. You know, had Roman Reigns been the bad guy from the beginning and Brock Lesnar had been the uh, the uh, good guy, then this is where we would have been, like, what, five or six years ago when they first main evented, instead of having Seth run down and steal their thunder. So now we're not going to get that, which is great. But um, my point is, like, I don't mind watching something a lot of times. Uh, and I don't mind it being I don't mind it being overbooked. I don't as long as it's what needs to happen at the time in combat sports. Um, boxing gets it right. Uh, it takes a long time for them. But you're dealing with two people who have so much to lose. If you're talking about a, a Pacquiao and Mayweather, right? They didn't fight for it. Like it took them forever to fight, and neither one of them went in their prime when they did it. Because they would have lost all that was so much money at the end their career had one of them taken a loss at the time at their uh, peak, you know. So they 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 just veered away from it for so long. And they they said it was this, they said it was that, and it wasn't that. They didn't want to mess their money up. I understand that they didn't want to mess their money up, and the story wasn't right. So when Pacquiao lost a couple, it was fine. But Mayweather didn't want to mess up his perfect record. You know, and he, with that perfect record, going in, made a ton of money. Even though the, eh, I think everybody's going to hate me for it. I don't care. I believe Pacquiao won the fight. But I'll tell you this. I also score things in an MMA, in a combat sports style, you know, not in a boxing style. So, um, yeah, I would be a horrible boxing judge, but in MMA, it would be great. Uh, but I'm okay with that. So I, you wouldn't be too much worse than the majority of boxing judges out there right now, to be honest. <laughs> very true, true, true. Or or MMA judges, you know. But yeah, I I want to see Usman Covington again. Maybe a year from now, if uh, Usman is uh, still on top. Well, no, what on top or not? We, I want to see a third. That's what I'm getting at. I like the story there. Can he finally get over the hump? We'll watch, you know, let's watch a third fight. The other two were really close. Like, you know, it took it took Covington getting too tired in the first in the first fight. Uh, so I uh, I don't want to see him fight uh, Kamayev. I'd like to see him fight Burns, win that fight easily. Uh, I'd like to see Kamayev knock Masvidal out and ascend and then, you know, go get his ass whooped by Usman, you know, because um, that's what's going to happen. There's no way he's catching Usman. Oh, no, yeah. I shouldn't say no way. I shouldn't say no way. I shouldn't say no way. 
because Usman, uh, yes, and Usman is quite thrown by he, he, it takes him a little bit to get out of the gates. It's almost like you got to hit him first, and that's not the person you want to hit you first because he's not trying to hit you, he's not trying to hit you again, okay? He's trying to knock you out. Kamayev is not trying to hit you multiple times, he's trying to hit you once. You know, if he could do it in one shot, he'll do it in one shot. He's not like Masvidal. He's not going to play games with you. He's only going to unload when it's time to. Um, Masvidal is also much slower than what he thinks he is, too. Um, and it was very noticeable during the fight with uh, Kobe. He was pretty slow. Um, he's His reaction time slow. He's a counterpuncher. And he, he has to get punched first. Then that, that's not what, you know, like, that's not what you want. He was trying to throw a punch when he got knocked out against Usman, but he had already got knocked out. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I want my gatekeepers to be Kobe's a gatekeeper as well. But he's going to be one that eventually gets to face Usman in a year if he wins his next two fights. He's got to fight twice and then face yeah. Usman. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's one of those like uh, Robert Whitaker, um Adesanya, uh perhaps Rose Namajunas, Zhang Wei. What is a bomb? <laughs> well, well. I mean, no, nah, um, I'm joking. I'm joking. He's not a bum, but he's not he's not as close to Adesanya as uh Covington is too. Covington is yes. And and that's and that's a that's a significant difference when you think about it cuz mm. um no I didn't see it in that fight too much. I'm not fight, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, it's uh, okay, so it's it's more like a it's a it's, it, when I say significant difference, I mean it's a significant difference between the distance apart from him. Like he's probably he's just he's just so so much further away from Adesanya that it looks like it's really far. I mean, it, it looks like it's really far away. Right. Yeah. Even yeah, yeah. though it right right it's it's a uh, it's like right. a rearview mirror. Objects may seem closer than uh, they actually are. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's. The welterweight division, Kamar Usman's well on top, but Kobe Covington with just a, maybe a few more slight tweaks, he might just do it. You know, if they get that third fight going, you know, depending on what Kobe wants to do, if he wants to go and fight Dustin Poirier, if he, you know, might he might go and venture off somewhere else. You never know. You never know where he's going to go. I could see a future for him in boxing. You know, like Triller stuff. He's he's just. You know the Miami culture. Um, oh, oh my God! Let's let's get into that real you know? quick. How much money would he make in Triller? Did I? Oh, I posted so somebody. Much. I think I I posted some someone. Oh, I, I think it was it was Logan Paul. That's Matt. So that's that's the end right there. We're talking about uh, WWE and uh, Kobe Covington and stuff. That's his end right there. By the way, Kurt Angle cr- congratulated him on his win. On on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> but that's his end. Logan Paul's in WWE right now with the Miz. You have Col- him and Kobe Covington have a fight. That's money, man. That is money. And promoted on WWE. Have Kurt Angle Huge come out. Money. Have Kurt Angle come out with Kobe Covington against Logan Paul, and Kobe Covington would be the good guy. Which I mean, that would be weird. But two guys you love to hate. 
I don't love to hate him. I, I love him. But uh, and Logan Paul is fantastic, by the way. He, he's pretty, he's a pretty good actor. Like he's he knows where to be. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's in terms of celebrities go, he's right underneath Bad Bunny as the best celebrity they've ever had. Seriously, they've had some great ones too. But we if we being real. The the new celebrities have a lot more going for them. They're a lot more poised. Like even Stephen Amell, you know, like he was he was another really good one too. Like he knew what he was doing. But uh, anyway, let me get back. Let me get. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, the thriller stuff would be insane. Go yeah. Ahead. No, you're right. It would, and that's kind of why I brought it up. I just thought like, you know, the the like I said, the Miami culture, um, that he brings the the eyeballs that he's now, you know hugely um uplifted um with the change in character there's a wwe audience there that wasn't before you've got he's got so many options i mean it, it probably for him and the team and the ufc they'll all be thinking right so does he fight one more time before fighting Usman? but what they don't i don't even know if they even realize yet is well if i can get my ufc contract which you know it's probably not the best thing to do but just hypothetically You've got WWE, right, there's a ticket, wait, there's a tra- train ticket right there, ready to go, leave the station. You've got Triller with the boxing. He would be he would be main event. You could put him against anyone. Um because he the good thing about him right now, he's not an he's not an old guy past his prime who couldn't get it done in the UFC. He is in his prime. He's one of the best fighters in the world, and he has become such a marketable guy you think sean like think about what a company could get behind him doing you know because he's not even he's not even really pushing it to to the to limit in terms of like marketability he's just doing it on fight week against the masvidal talking about him on social media but if you're talking about like a storyline in wwe how long it could be pushed for for like a wrestlemania or a thriller fight night um pay-per-view yeah, it's Kobe just... Covington and Brock Lesnar and next year's WrestleMania would be fantastic. And you either have it, depending on when you have it, you could have it after he fights Usman a third time. He might even have a belt on him. It's, it's possible. It's mm. possible. I don't see Usman. Here's the thing. You get so good that you actually become bad. You know, um, it's like if you ever play, you know, when you play video games, you get, you can't get past this one part. And you played the game so much that, like you, going up to that one part, you you can play it perfectly, and then you start to play the game so much that you start to be get really become really bad at it again. So, like, he might be at a point where he's on top long enough to where he he just can't he can't, he has nowhere to go, you know, but down. And 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 a lot of people don't don't really see that. And, that's actually where John Jones was when he stopped, and that's why he stopped. It wasn't about money. He was getting paid peanuts, you know, for a, a long time. And, and, and he's, you know, the crazy part, it's not even actually a draw. Uh, a lot. If you look, go look at his numbers, for one, Brock's over him. That's why he wanted to fight with Brock. Brock didn't need a fight with him. Uh, Brock didn't even, he didn't really entertain it. I mean, it, but I don't get too far into that, but if you if you plan it out right, you can have uh, Kobe Covington come into WrestleMania with a UFC championship on him. I probably wouldn't do that because if, if he loses before, I I 
plan it after WrestleMania because if he loses, you know, he's not going to be Brock Lesnar. I can tell you that. Not at WrestleMania. Not, no, not unless, yeah, yeah, not unless he's going to be champion or yeah. they're really going to push him. So. Yeah, I mean, there's so like we said, there's so many options for him. You know, there's still options for Masvidal. I'd say the fun fights, the if you're still wanting to do UFC, which he probably will. Um, but obviously you've got the, the the pro wrestling. You've got, I mean, Masvidal's perfect for Triller. He's per him, him as well. Yeah, he's predominantly a boxer. He's, heavy hands, got the market. PFL needs him. Mm. PFL needs a loud mouth guy that's in your face. That's what they need. Look. Masvidal is a bum, and he got on the cover of the UFC game, him and Adesanya. I mean, technically, I guess he was a champion with the BMF belt. Maybe that was slightly before then, but, man, I mean, he's a former champion if, if for whatever that's worth. But, like, man, I, he, can, he can really make some money in Triller, and definitely PFL, man. Ain't nobody in PFL ready for him. And they don't they don't have even though he looked bad against Kobe Covington, there's nobody in PFL that's taking this man down and keeping him down. He might be good, but Monsidal's not that bad. No, he's still one of the best fighters out there. It's just that he ran into a guy that's just well, like I said, a level level above him. But um it it was, you know, a lackluster card, but some good performances in there. You know, we will turn our attention up quickly to um, another fight on the card. Marina Moroz, um, UFC flyweight, women's flyweight, who got the submission win against Maria Agapova. Um, probably not a fight where people were really, you know, if you were to read the names like I just did, have much attention to, you know, care really about. But Marina Moroz is a um, Ukraine native and, you know, came out there, got a huge pop from the crowd, um, fought extremely well, given, I mean, like, you know, what she's probably thinking, what she's gone through is just a crazy um, time for people living in Ukraine, people of Ukraine. Um, but, I mean, it tells you to the character of, of a fighter, doesn't it, Sean, if, if you can go through what's going on right now seeing it firsthand and and some, somehow still get a win um, and a, a stoppage at that. Um, but, well, on the other hand, maybe yeah. it does show the, the lack of talent she may be fighting, but um, nonetheless, still a really good performance, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I think that uh, it shows a lot of heart. Yeah. Uh, but your, your skills also got to match that heart, though. A lot of people come in with heart and they get beat up, you know, so mm -hmm. uh, hats off to her. What about Bryce Mitchell? I mean, I obviously he's a he's becoming a a very sort of I don't know if I want to say big name because you know he's he has been rising for the last couple of years and I think most people you know if you if you're a UFC fan will will know the name. I'm not sure if he's really crossed over yet to to everyone knowing. What's but, he known for? That's a good. That's the question. What's he known for? Oh god, he's known for a lot of things, isn't he? I just he's he's a fighter, he's a rapper, he's a um very controversial speaker, <laughs> he's um you know, a, a hunter, he likes to eat squirrel soup and 
all these different types of things. He's he's a wild man, isn't he? And he's he's all over the place. That's the problem. He's all over the place. That's yeah. why people don't know him because it's like, oh, that's that the same dude that eats squirrel soup. Oh yeah, forget him. You know, yeah, he needs to just knock it off and. I don't mind the gimmicks, but you know. Do you think it's um, a gimmick, or do you think it's who he is? It's a gimmick. Dude's a clown. I don't like anything about him. Um, I'm glad I'm not a fighter because I need to be whooping ass or getting my ass whooped. Because I don't like him. I don't like a lot of these guys, man. Um, it's definitely a gimmick. Uh, Donald, I would say the only gimmick that's not only gimmick, but the one that's you know a, a not a gimmick, but kind you he plays into it more. Uh, Donald Cerrone. Okay, the cowboy. He's not even the only cowboy, but like that's fine. You know, uh I, I think that he's okay because he doesn't go over the top with it. He lives it, you know, but I mean, it, that's that's how you do a gimmick, you know. Let that be you, like Brock Lesnar. He's not, you know, he's a farm boy. We all knew that. And now he's has a personality all of a sudden. No, he's always been this. It's just that we weren't privy to this information uh, at the time. So if this, if he's going to, UFC used to, I know they still do them, but man, they got to put more content on. You got to put this on during the day to make me give a damn about him. Put on a 30 minute special about your fight card, you know, that people will watch. I cannot remember the last time I watched one of those. Like now, I'm, maybe because I know like a large percentage of the people, I don't need to. I don't, and I don't need to do it. But uh, no, nah, man, he's a clown. Like you said, look, man, when you listen back to this and you, you hear yourself say squirrel soup, you're gonna say, "Oh, damn, we were talking about that dude." You know, like mm, yeah. I mean, squirrel soup. <laughs> I asked you what you was, he was known for, and you said squirrel soup. <laughs> hey, get that button ready. Get Vice Mitchell the fuck up out of here. Hey, man. I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> that's probably the most famous reason why he's known right now is because of how wild he is with his food and his hunting. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, it's, it's it's a difficult one to work out. But what I was getting at is um, his. Post fight uh, interview, you know, he got the the decision against Edson Barbosa. Um, looked good in the fight. He's a good fighter. Uh, say what you want about his character, he's a good fighter. Got a lot of pace, um, energy, um, pressure, and you know, Edson Barbosa, a great fighter as well. So it was a good win. But yeah, he beat Barbosa up. He beat Barbosa up. Yeah, like, uh, he had. He, it was just ridiculous. How I did not see that coming. No, I thought the I thought the opposite actually. Uh, but man, I mean, yeah, Barbosa had nothing on him. And that well, was a little that was a little strange to see. It was, but um, your your opinions on I mean, for me, it was you know hearing him talk about that he was going to donate half of his purse. That was good. Um, in the way you know to underprivileged kids in his in his hometown, and you think oh, that's good, but. When he says that he's going to donate forty five thousand, obviously quick maths you work out that he's been paid ninety thousand dollars for that fight, and that took majority of the headlines over the fact that he's donating the money to a charity. Um, he's not, you know, I don't. He wouldn't have been thinking of it that in that way. Um, but he's then, you know, said basically to the whole 
world watching how much he's getting paid and we all know how much of a topic fighter pay is um so you can imagine dana white sitting in the front row cringing um as he says that as he now knows he's going to face loads of questions about it but your thoughts on a fighter like bryce mitchell who you said obviously not perhaps um a fan favorite but one of the one of the top guys in the division he is quite well known now ninety thousand dollars for a fight of that quality um third fight fight um on the on a pay-per-view and he's getting paid less than a hundred thousand what's what's your initial thoughts to that my initial thoughts do not stray from when you said uh squirrel suit because no listen and it's, it's just an, <laughs> did you know, do you know what's in squirrels do you know what you can get from eating a squirrel man i don't think this man's well i don't think he's well like for real now in all seriousness he donated his money but he might need it um just on what was this uh orc orkincanada.ca blog okay so Orkin is an extermination company. Rife with parasites such as fleas, ticks, and mites. Squirrels living in proximity to homes frequently pass these tiny pests on to both humans and pets. Some of the diseases humans can get from the parasite include Lyme disease. I don't even know how to say that. And Rocky Mountain spotted fever. What the hell was the last one? So listen, you get any of that. You gonna be okay? Is ninety grand gonna take care of it, or forty five grand now? No, I, I I don't think you should be playing around, endangering your health in those ways. I don't. The guy's a fighter, and he's putting something in his body that can very well wreck him. Um, you know, like Brock Lesnar had uh, he had. Uh, it's always hard to pronounce it. But he had an issue, a medical issue with him, and he was never quite right as a fighter. He only had one or two fights where he was uh, okay. Uh, but he, you know, he had to he, he had to deal with that his entire uh, career, and it, it, it not only shortened it, it never really took off. If we're being honest, he probably. He fought Frank Mir, and that was it. That was him in his top form, and he lost because he was going up against a champion. But um, it's not it's not funny or fun to be playing around with your health like that. And don't play. You shouldn't be playing around with your money either. Um, I know some people might try to clown me over it and stuff like that, but it's a dangerous thing to do, man. It really, really is. Um, that's why I don't eat certain things. Uh, that's why. I am who I am. I, I can't do that. There's just too many unknowns when it comes to things like that. It might be fun. It might be cute and cool and all of that. But I'm not going to trust a dude that's just putting his body on the line just from eating regular, you know, what he eats, uh, consumes regularly or on a, re a semi-regular basis or whatever. Um, in, in terms, as far as him getting paid so little, go to PFL or or shut up. I don't give a damn. Give all your money away. I don't care if you ever eat off of it. Squirrels are free, so he's eating fine. Not buying a damn lobster or fine dining. 
give all your money away. Like, this is what you do for a living, and if you don't want to live off of it, then give all of it away. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. In terms of what Dana White does, don't give me give him a box of squirrels. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, but seriously though, why do you want to pay a dude that eats squirrels a million dollars? Go to PFL and go make money if you need money. I'm not giving you any money. You're eating parasite-ridden squir- riddled squirrels. That's what you're doing with my money. <laughs> no. What if he dies of a parasite? What if he dies from eating squirrels? And you'll say, man, they shouldn't have gave, you know, leave all his money to his, I don't know if he has wife and kids. Man, I hope he don't. Jeez. I mean, no, I'm, I, I'm, you don't have to mute yourself. I'm done. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's a definitely a strange topic to discuss, but um, just interesting of him, you know, sort of unknowingly talking about fighter purse and what that sort of means when you do it live on, you know, the pay per view. But um, listen, it's interesting. He's interested. We'll see where it goes. Squirrel suit for the win. Um, but yeah. Some less funny and less, um, well, yeah, really just that, I suppose. It's horrible news, Sean, about um, Cain Velasquez, a former UFC heavyweight champion, um, then turned pro wrestler. Um, All of fame. <laughs> um, that transition was horrible. <laughs> it was. It really was. It was so But depressing. yeah, in other news, Cain Velasquez tried to beat someone to death. Now, um, shoot someone, shoot someone. Um, yeah, yeah, but he was gonna try to beat him to death, too, though. Oh, yeah, he was, <laughs> he was just, that was yeah, straight up murder. Was but, um, what listen, I'll, the I'll, judge I'll, was right. I'll, hold on, I'll, let me take it and then I, I want you to go back. I want you to hear what I'm gonna say without, right? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, um, now the judge say he was extremely reckless, uh, and that's why he was denied his bail again. Um, and people got to understand, just because something happens doesn't mean you have the right to do anything you want to. Uh, we had a conversation, uh, we've had plenty of them, but we had a conversation about defending your home and what we could do here in the States versus what you could do over there across the pond, as they say. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not trying to just this is northern california we literally talked about this a little bit ago like people got guns here okay this is <laughs> they got guns here man don't come here playing around with somebody and get rid of you they also got places to dump you too like the side of a mountain apparently people don't find you if you get thrown off the side of the mountain but that's how they hit them there um with that said you just can't do anything to anybody I don't want to shoot an intruder in the head. Uh, I, I, <laughs> because th- I'm going to be asked, you know, think about it. This is an, a man coming into my home. I have two very young children, and they're not, you know, uh, five and four. And I have, my wife is pregnant. She's, she's like six months pregnant. Uh, this person's coming into my house. I should just blow their head off. However, I don't just have the right to do that now i just told you they got they got i got children in here man you know and they could they could have anything going on with them um instead you know i got a a non-lethal i'm sorry less than lethal gun 
uh, where I would put the uh, the ammo or the ammunition for this uh, less than lethal gun would definitely make it more than le- more lethal than you wanted it to be. Uh, so don't come in here playing around thinking that you won't get shot. You can. It's just that I'm not trying to kill you. I can kill you with the gun that I have in my possession. Yes. However, I made sure that it's a gun that I I could just have out on the table with no laws. And there's no law against the type of gun that I have. People might be going, oh, what kind of law is that? Shut up. You don't live in California. It don't matter. If you come in my house, you get shot in the face. You're not going to like it, and it might kill you. You know, versus you just doing what you want to do to someone because they have you have suffered a great injustice because that you are the victim of a crime. You are someone you know, a loved one. You cannot fight someone professionally. It's just there. I won't even say at a high level. You can be the worst professional fighter ever. If you fight for money and you try to kill somebody after that, you get violent with them, whether it's with a firearm, uh, just straight up being physical, trying to uh, fight them or not, you are in severe trouble. You cannot do that. You can't. You can't. I don't know. You can't. I don't care what happened. You cannot do that. Or you will suffer severe consequences. Now you can tell me what you were. Yeah, I, you know, I was just really going to um, throw it to you after sort of giving people the full rundown of what happened, if, if anyone's not aware. But obviously, Cain Velasquez um, involved in a drive-by shooting, um, or chase, chase down really, shooting of a um, child carer for his i believe it's nephew um i can check double check on that but someone in his family a young um, relative of velasquez um who was under the care at the time of a a male um carer um and when velasquez obviously found out what was going on reports and perhaps the relative um breaking um you know the news to to him about what was going on he decided to take action like most probably would do in a heated moment um shot attempted to shoot um the carer and instead of what he perhaps <coughs> excuse me perhaps wanted to do um was shoot the carer's stepfather who was in the um passenger seat of the car and there was also another um, family member in the back seat as well so obviously there is then the attempted murder charge um, there's the other charges pending the trial um, to be set and Velasquez at this time denied bail um, for this ongoing charge um, just for me when I read it obviously tremendous sadness with the whole situation you, don't, you, you know just in general you, it's not just sport MMA it's just in general when you hear some stories like this it's just no good comes from it um, for the, the young relative, for Kane, for the carer. It's just a horrendous um, situation, but hopefully something that can be resolved in some way positive. I mean, it's going to have a massive impact, I think, on um, MMA community, wrestling as well. I mean, he was, he, he was Sean, wasn't he? He was just 
Cain Velasquez, UFC, for that time, you know, some still regard him as the best heavyweight ever. And just what he meant and what he does mean to uh, this community, you think it, it, it could be so sad um, if he is to receive a, a jail sentence and things. So um, it's, it's, it's difficult because, like what you said about the difference between the UK and, and um, America of gun control and things and you think something like that couldn't really happen in this country but in America it happens a lot and I mean there's the argument of course of, of should it continue to happen but like you said you've got young kids um, and if something was to happen like that you would want to feel um, that you have security in your household um, to protect your children so it's it's where you draw the line but um, it's a horrible situation and just hope it gets resolved as best as it can really. He, uh, another thing is, um, you gotta know, you gotta know what to do. Not you gotta act, not react. All he has to do is tell the police, get this guy caught up, uh, get him thrown in jail, and they'll most likely kill him because it's California and they have a no, no uh, child molesters on the yard sort of thing. The second he shows up, he should get killed. <laughs> you know, like I mean. That's just how it is. They, if you are, if you got certain charges, and you go to a California prison. Now, now, let me say this: they have, they, they, some people slip through the cracks. Okay, you're not supposed to, but you know, uh, California has the worst politics, period. But when it comes to jail, much, much, much worse politics. Uh, and um, you know, it, anyway. You have to you have to kill child molesters on site. If you don't, the rule is you're supposed to be killed. However, you know, child molesters get out, don't they? So that means people aren't quote unquote doing their jobs in jail. Uh, but that's what he should have did, because I mean, if he, if he's got any sort of weight, which I mean it's Cain Velasquez, of course he does. Look, man. You know, get this guy in jail, get him in trouble, and you know, just get him, send him to jail. And when people say, "Why are you so calm about it?" Oh, well, you know, because I I sent somebody some money. You know, like, well, you know, I said, never mind. Don't confess to what you did, but you you don't even have to do it. You can put some money on somebody's books just for the sake of, and then that guy be gone anyway. You can you can be sure of it. Uh, but that's how it is. He should be. Um, according to California uh, uh, jail law, he should be killed on site. They call it putting in work. He should be killed on site. If he's not, I mean, if you had a little bit of extra money, I'm sure you could get it done. So know your surroundings. Know where you're at. Don't just do stuff just because. Now you're in jail with him. And you, if he, look, 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 look. That, I don't know if that guy's in jail or not. But if he shows up on the yard, guess who has to kill him now? And if Cain Velasquez kills him, he's going to feel great about it. But he's never getting out of that jail. You know what I mean? They're going to know he did it. Yeah. Is it? Like, and this is the messed up part. Like, you do something, you can go to jail for a traffic ticket. And then all of a sudden, you got to click up and be in, um, you know, you got you to gotta join a gang because that's just the rules. And if, you know, something will uh, happen and you have to put in work, it's like, well, it's your turn because you're the new guy on the block. If you don't do it, they're going to get you. 
So I, I just don't understand how he didn't think about that. And I'm not letting him off the hook. You know, it is unfortunate, but I thought he was smart. Thought he was much smarter than that. Yeah, and, and there's and that was, there's the argument there, Sean. Actually, just to just to chime in where you're saying about he thought he was smart. I mean, should you not expect something more of a person that spent their whole you know life controlling that anger through martial arts? Like, you know, sometimes you think these fighters should be um, the most dangerous out there because they've got this built up aggression through training and wanting to punch people and stuff. But then at the same time, no, martial arts teaches you to you know compose yourself and um, you know, and it's you just a discipline. Think, it's a discipline, exactly. So you think, where was that in that second? But then perhaps, you know, if it say it was your kid, Sean, you you would be feeling the same way, wouldn't you? So it's different where you think. Feeling the same way, yes. But not but doing. The thought of yeah, because if I go to jail now, I'm not even going to meet my daughter. That's ridiculous. Do you see what I mean? Yep. If I give you a second to think about it, if I if if it happened to you and I tackled you first. Well, I wouldn't tackle you if you had a gun. I'm, I'm, you're most likely just going to do it because I'm not getting in front of you. <laughs> you know, but um, but if let's say I did, I tackled you, I stopped you and I said, think about it. Just let him go to jail. He's going to get killed anyway. You don't have to be the one to do it. And if you do it, you're going to be the one. Let someone let the uh, dead bury the dead. That's an old biblical reference. Uh, let the dead bury the dead. You know? Don't let let you let you let robbers rob you know you let people who do the you let killers do the killing man send him to jail with killers and let them do the killing you're not a killer now you're an attempted killer and now you're gonna be in there with them um I don't know if you know about this but um talk a little bit about Ukraine I'm, just, I'm not shifting gears at all uh but someone who's uh behind bars right now. But they're actually behind bars in uh, Russia. Brittany Griner. Did you hear about that? Yes. Yeah. So again, with the uh, again, you know, we got somebody who wanted to do something and it was the wrong thing to do, and now they're gonna face serious jail time uh, over it. And and here's the thing: they both knew better. She had been going to Russia for seven years. I think it was over seven years. It's seven years to supplement her WNBA income. Okay? That's great. In fact, let me be real. Why the hell would you go back to America? Oh, it's bad in Russia. Well, you you made one mistake there and they got you. Like, But you, you are likely not to make that mistake if you live there. You know what I mean? I, I just don't know why you why you really need to live here if you're going there to make money anyway like i know it's got to be beautiful you know in parts i don't know it's probably cold but like so is chicago so you know like it's cold you can't understand what people are saying a lot like the south side of chicago so yeah for me i'm like yeah it's like home but no on a serious note you cannot you have to be disciplined enough not to do things you're not supposed to do, no matter how unfair you might think it is. You take it from there. Yeah, I mean, it's just obviously what's going on in the world is um, really scary. Um, if you're not just Ukrainian, but 
you know, just all parts of the world where you, you just don't know what um, it could mean for your country, for your family and things. You just, you know, any, at any point, uh, our country here in um, United Kingdom, the United States of America could be called into action. Um, it's just an ongoing thing. And listen, it's just um, sad, really, really sad. Um, just hope that it can be resolved without further damage, um, killings, and uh, I, I mean, you know, you've got the likes of, uh, you know, we talk about sport a lot, and we think, well, how can that be so so important in this world? And you think, well, it really shouldn't be, but it it, it is in so many ways. I mean, just take um, in this country, um, Sean, uh, give credit to Sean here. He found an article where. You know, um, the Chicago Cubs owners are are reportedly interested in buying Chelsea FC, which is one of the biggest clubs, football clubs, soccer in America, um, in the world. And that is all due to um, the previous owner being Russian, a financial supporter to the president, Putin. And this, like... These things are just like that would never have happened had this war not begun. And it's not just there, you know, we've seen the, in the UFC on the weekend of um, Marina Moroz um, getting her win and the, the reaction from it, you know, the, the sanctions put in for the IOC um, and the Olympics, that's all changed. It's just like this is obviously taking over the world as it should because it's so important, um, the war in Russia and Ukraine. But it's difficult, isn't it, Sean, to like talk about it because you don't really have the answers and you're just trying to work out what could happen, um, how it could relate to not just sport, but just life in general. I mean, I, I, right at this moment, you know, we've talked about it before, but how are you really like feeling? Um, as I'm, I'm imagining that a lot of the viewers um, will be thinking the same, you know, same thoughts about what's going on and things. How are you really feeling about it just now? Um. I think we're past the point of what's really going on, and they're starting to push a lot of propaganda. Um, and growing up, being born and raised in Chicago, I know propaganda when I see it. I know political BS when I see it. And this, they are really pimping out Ukraine over this and hustling a lot of people. And if people might take issue with that, that's too bad. You don't have a pedigree I have, not you, per se, whoever has issue with it. You had a pedigree I have when it comes to watching political garbage year after year, all the time. Um, I watched the, 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 the current governor of Illinois owns property in downtown Chicago that he didn't pay taxes for. And he had to pay them right before he got elected. So, you know, he's dealt property taxes that go to people, you know, like he's not even paying for regular stuff like everyone. The taxpayers pay for that dude's house and all the roads and everything else. And he didn't even chip in. He didn't even ante up when it came to taxpayers. You know what I'm saying? So when I tell you they're pumping out propaganda in Chicago, I know that they're doing it. OK, because that dude still got elected and. And everybody knows how horrible, everybody all over the world knows how horrible Chicago is right now. 
They know how bad the mayor is and everything. I don't live there, but you know what? People come up to me all the time and say, man, Chicago's really bad, isn't it? I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? But like, no, I agree, actually. I go, yeah, it's terrible. And then I tell them even worse stuff than what they know and read. I said, yeah, I watch the news every night. You should you should just take five minutes of that and, and just, you know, stir that in your coffee. It's awful. Uh, but let me get back uh, to the, the, the main topic. Um, don't Cain you know, uh, is very unfortunate, but at least there was a legitimate reason he did what he did. Brittany Griner is now going to be used as a pawn. You think I'm talking about propaganda now? Wait till they... She's been over there since February, and we just found out everybody, like everybody else did. They've been holding her because she's going to be a pawn. Now, I know you were saying, you know, the, you know we might be called into action you or me, you know, uh, might be called into action, but oh, our country, rather. Uh, but I, I don't think I don't see that as the case. I don't see anybody actually getting involved, which is they didn't send anybody when Russia was put on their border and positioning themselves a while ago. When Brittany, when Brittany Griner should have been reading the news, by the way, since we're talking about sports and politics. She kind of doesn't like this country. <laughs> she she's she kind of protests a lot about the United States. And uh, although it would be beneficial for them to, to you know get her, it, this it's not gonna play. It's not gonna look good for her when people go to talk about her. Because I can tell you this, uh, and this is just how it is. She's uh, an athletic, very tall. Maybe I, I, I don't want to uh, more mas masculine than most. I'll say that uh, black woman, lesbian. A lot of white men don't. A lot of old white men ain't. They don't like that. They don't. A lot of old white men with money who are in power. If you if you if you guys can't can't see what I'm trying to spell out to you, then you need to you need to get it. Like this is just how the world is and how it works. I'm not saying any of that's okay or it should work like that. But in terms of how I feel about it, why are you taking a vape? That's what uh, Brittany Griner took. Why are you? Why do you have a vape on you at a Russian airport? You know they don't do anything like that. What are you doing? Like, it, it just boggles my mind that now you're going to be a political pawn and maybe used to get lift, lift some sanctions off of. Like, think about it. They're going to use you for political gain. Because you made a mistake. And honestly, everybody that would hate her for it should, rightfully so. Because if she wasn't over there, they wouldn't have a, you know, they wouldn't have one of ours, so to speak. One of our, uh, you know, one of us, somebody who actually had, makes money and can give back to things and someone of some status and some stature to, to hold over our heads and say, oh, well, why don't you take this sanction off? We got to play ball with them regardless, right? So she helped, she played right in, not played into their hands like they were waiting on it, but this is why I said you got to be mindful of your surroundings and what you're doing. Cain Velasquez should not have been done what he did because it would have taken care of itself and he wouldn't be in this situation. And I don't care what people say as far as their reactions. You cannot react. You act, not react. 
You'll always be subject to what someone else wants to do and their control if you're reacting. That's why Masvidal got his ass whooped. Because he's reacting and he react he reacts too slow. He's waiting for you to hit him so he can uh, counterpart. Nah. Floyd does it, but he's a fast puncher, so it's way different. And he and it's boxing, so he makes sure you don't really hit him. Anyway, um, this political landscape is gonna get worse because now we have athletes literally being that are gonna be literally used as pawns in this whole thing. And they haven't even started the propaganda with her. Propaganda all around. You can see it everywhere, but if you haven't seen it yet, you will when it comes to her. It, you're right. Um, Sorry, that was a little long-winded. No, no. Um, they all are. <laughs> it needs to be. It needs to be on this type of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we could talk about this all day about um, sort of the propaganda thing that you were talking about there. Um, you know the, the the dread of fear uh, riddled in, in Ukraine and Putin's messages, his um, act of wars, and oh, I mean it's just it's, don't know how it's really going to fold, unfold in the next few days, weeks, months. But let's just you know sort of pray in a way. But um, listen, we've got a lot still to get to, so we'll, we'll move on. Um, covered UFC 272. Um, like we said, good win for Maz, um, good win for Covington. Um, we'll see where they both good go. Loss for Hardy. Good loss for Hardy, too. <laughs> no comment. He's, um, he's gone. He's gone. He's out of there, bro. He is, he is gone. gone. He is gone, yeah. Um, <laughs> Velasquez, yeah, like we said, difficult, but a little happier, a little bit more of a interesting thought. I mean, I don't know how much people are really going to be interested, really, Kale Harrison re-signing with PFL. Just give me your thoughts on, because um, I know, I already know what you're thinking, but just the idea of someone who could be a potential challenger in the top um, division and, you know, the likes of an Amanda Nunes fight in the UFC, making it probably the biggest female fight, um, or, you know, going to Bellator, for Chris Cyborg, and yet signs re-signs with PFL where there's little competition, will continue to be a big name in a small pond, but not really engaging with major fan interest because of that. What's your thoughts on someone that's perhaps not ducking opponents, but just not really taking um, the opportunity to branch out? They just paid the a dude ninety thousand dollars. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> like, regardless of who you want to fight, like that dude, that dude might die of a parasite, and he's he's gone. He not have anything to leave his family either. Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I I can't get over that. But no, no, seriously though, you gave you gave him ninety grand. I, I don't see why you would sign with UFC if you're not insane. If you're a sane person, stay with PFL. Now, she's going to be barking. I don't know what the, I don't, you know, my dogs don't bark, so I don't really know what she's saying, what she's doing. It, but, like, she's going to be barking, but, like, my dogs, I would ignore her. If I'm everybody else, I ignore her. But her stock will go up if she could, if she doesn't lose in PFL, and she's likely not to. 
Um, then again, the worst place you could lose is PFL because somebody knocks her out. That gravy train stops. Like her trying to fight the best of the best is never going to happen if she ever loses in PFL. And I mean, ever. Uh, unless she had some sort of injury yeah. or something like eye it poke goes, or something like that. It? it just goes yeah. all that hype. It just it just it vanishes, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Instantly. And that's why she stayed there where she could get money and she could get better. So I think it was a genius move. I think it was a punk move, but it was a genius move. Uh, if you want to fight the best and money's not the problem, you she, like you said, she could sign with Bellator or UFC. She could have worked out a deal. You're going to fall for nothing over there if you want to fight the best, because that's what somebody who wants to fight the best would do, fight for virtually nothing. So, I mean, she doesn't want to fight the best. She proved it. But that's actually okay, because she's going to make, what, another million or two in PFL? And then come and and fight in UFC for, like, a hundred grand. On a big fight too, or I mean, maybe Bellator for two fifty, which would be good, but that's not the million you was getting over. Like you, they get like two fifty, not base pay, but they get two fifty for like being in the tournament. And uh, you get you get a million dollar check and you get two fifty for being in the tournament, right? Or winning the tournament, something like that in PFL. I yeah, don't know. a million for the tournament, yeah, and then your fighter pay during that tournament run. Yeah, it's just it's. You're you're right. It, 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 in a way, it was sort of perhaps class as a punk move to not just you know because at what point did she say she said at one point that she you know she um has ran through the division, ran through this competition, now taking her talents to martial arts and and she's done the same in PFL and being a two-time gold medalist, you think you're an ultimate competitor. Why would you then? see the greater competition out there and choose to be comfortable in your own. But then obviously there's the financial thing. There's being the big fish in the small pond. Um but she's you know it's it, it would be it would be like a you know the Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano boxing fight at MSG that's coming up um next month. It would be like a moment like that where you say this is a huge female fight um and and Amanda Amanda Nunes versus Kayla Harrison or Chris Cyborg versus Kayla Harrison would be, you know, don't get me wrong, we would need a lot of build-up media and things for people to really take notice of how big it would be, but it could be. But now, you know, like you said, it's just, it's you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Um, PSL is like a, uh, like, they're not a real, like, thing. Like, they're, they're, they're not even they're not independent, but they may as well be. You know, they might may may as well be the Indies, but they pay really well. So, in, in my opinion, they pay the fighters exactly what they deserve to get paid. That's what that's that's what you should be getting paid. You know, um, and people are like, oh well, they don't pay enough. Well, win a tournament. You just stop getting beat up and win some tournaments. You know, I don't I don't know really what else to tell you. You could throw how many how many rounds is there in the tournament and then the finals? You could throw four punches and win and win a million dollars. You do that. I mean, come on. I know it's not that easy, but it could be. Mas- it could be for Masvidal. You see what I mean? He could throw four punches or uh, uh, anybody basically. Robbie Lawler. He should probably go over there. I know. Um, if he wants to keep fighting. Um, it, it's 
being a big fish in a small pond isn't a bad thing, you know, like it's not. It's just that when you when that fish and his how his uh, analogy breaks down immediately when that fish is barking across the fence at other dogs, it's <laughs> like it's like you chose to be over there. You got to stay over there. Like, don't bark at us. You're over there. Just stay over there and be content. You know, um, I'm content to where I am. Uh, and another, and this analogy is going to break down again. You know, I'm a big fish in a small pond. I'm from Chicago in a, a very small, in a very small town of Chico, California. Doesn't even have a hundred thousand people in it. You know, well, I would say it's a hundred thousand now, but like it's a hundred thousand people. Um, it's, I think it's ninety thousand, but I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt of like ten. Uh, actually, I found that fact out when it was. I thought it was like 200,000, but Booker T actually came to this town. I know, crazy, right? And um, during a big fight, too, and, and I met him, and he was, you know, he was like, man, how many people are in this town? He wasn't ragging on him, but his, uh, it, it, the guy he was with was like, oh, let me look it up. He was like, population of uh, like 89,000, I think it was. Anyway, um, I'm content here, and, and so was Booker T. You know, he's from a big place, but Reason we would contend here because you know you could be a big fish in, in a big pond and get shot in other places. I don't want to be in Chicago getting shot. He didn't want to be in Houston getting shot. So I think we made out just fine as long as as long as we're not uh, talking crap about everywhere else from where we are. It's a it's a good thing, but that's not who she is. And her, I mean, was she an Oli- uh, She won an Olympic gold medal in uh, can shooting, right? BB guns, BB gun range. That's all she, <laughs> all she does is shoot can. That's yeah. a that's a trash athlete for you, man. That is a trash athlete. Her medals are garbage. You cannot do that. You got gold medals and you're calling out top competition from uh, the bleach, you know, the bleacher seats. That's not how this works, man. It's not how this works. That, that's my problem with her. If you're a top-level athlete and you want to show everyone that, that you 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 are the best, go fight them. Other than that, be the big fish in the small pond and go do like uh, Nipsey Hussle, Chance the Rapper, Gucci Mane. Go be like them and don't be with a, don't sign with a record label. Make all your own money and be hood rich and hood famous and actually own your own stuff and get rich that way Go do some movies. I don't care if they're sci-fi movies or, uh, you know, on the sci-fi network or channel. I don't care if they're on Pluto TV. Go do them. Go, go. And his, uh, this is terrible. Go get some money from AEW. They're giving it away. They're going to lose a lose $100 million this year. That's crazy. Go get some money from them. And go, maybe go tell them, hey, let's start some movies or something. Go pop. Fight Paige Van Zandt and bare knuckle uh, boxing. Is it boxing? Whatever. Bare knuckle. Box. It don't matter if it's boxing or uh, a glass eating, chewing, fighting, whatever. Nobody's watching it. And my point is, she needs to make a name for herself where she is, so that it'll be a big deal. If PFL isn't a bigger deal because of her, there's no reason she should be barking across the fence at other fish. Yeah, it's what really can be said about someone like um, a great athlete. Um, 
great what she does. Um, become a bit um, more sort of enamoured with the ideas of making it more show-based and things. You know, it was always competition. It was always professional um, competition. It was never really a show. And now I think she's making it a little bit more of a show, sort of trash-talking a little bit to the fans and stuff, hitting back at people. and um, But very difficult to keep that going and, and sort of match that energy with when you do a re-sign with a company where um, there isn't enough competition for her to make a name um become one of the all-time greats i suppose but um we'll see where we'll see where it goes obviously she could still you know in the future move somewhere else but you know like unlikely um we'll see where it goes interesting to get your thoughts on this sean eagle fc announced today i believe a new partnership um and their main sponsor um a cryptocurrency company um I believe it's called Satyan or something along those lines. Um, I'll just bring it up real quick. But you know, obviously we did a we did a piece on Eagle FC beforehand a few weeks ago, and obviously with their first American show um, a couple of months ago, and we were talking about how big they could become, who they could rival. You know, with Khabib at the at the ownership spot, and you know crossing over now to American shows and things and this this deal I mean it's a very lucrative one it'll put a lot of money into Eagle FC help them with signing fighters and things um what do you think there's still a lot of things needed to be done before they can um begin you know obviously they're not going to become the same level as some of these other companies overnight but do you think that they are on the right track. I know I don't need to um, hear your opinion on that, but just in terms of like them, how many steps do you believe they're away from becoming something worth worth really talking about? I mean, this is a good start. Well, <clears throat> the biggest thing uh, in their way is what's going on in the world right now. Like they they're gonna not oh, gonna get yeah they they're not gonna get the the right attention right now, which is unfortunate. <clears throat> but um, I was listening to the Star Report uh, by uh, Troy Terrain, um, old old DJ, um, not like uh, scratch DJ, like uh, actual uh, radio DJ. Um, he has a, a show on YouTube, and he's been covering um, what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, and he posed a question uh i think it was last week he said could russia get past the sanctions with crypto could they could because they you know they're heavy in the crypto could they have their own crypto that would you know mean they can kind of just do their own things and not have to worry about the rest of the world so yeah this is a huge thing and a huge step and it's funny that you brought that up um because I think this is the thing that will set them apart. This might, I mean, maybe Brittany Griner be fighting over there. So. <laughs> that's kind of messed up. But that, yeah. that's her fault. She messed up. She's not a prisoner of war. She broke a law. You know, she's not. She wasn't over there fighting. She had something in their country she shouldn't have had. A vape. 
yes, she shouldn't. I mean, no, no, she shouldn't get ten years for that, and that's what that's what it carries. Like she's looking at ten years. That's nuts, right? But she shouldn't get ten years, but she should get like four. I mean, maybe I give her a slap on the wrist was like one or two, but like the 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 currency over there is probably gonna be crypto, and with Eagle FC having this major deal. Kind of, I kind of wonder about UFC and their whole. Uh, they've been heavy in the crypto uh, lately as well, with crypto sponsors, uh, Crypto.com as a sponsor. So they probably got their hand in it too. It's not like they don't know what's going on. If that's one of their sponsors, uh, so I think this is huge. This is literally something that is going to uh, shape. A, a, a great foundation for them as a company. Um, it could all go left. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying, you know, it could all go left. It's not that I'm not an expert. It's just that it could just go left anyway. Uh, as an expert, I should actually tell you that. When you put your money into something, it could always just be gone. You know, maybe maybe the plug might run away with the money. For those who are hood and savvy to what I'm saying, but like I, I, I mean that's not something that's gonna happen, obviously, with a crypto company. But uh, it, it, it actually could, but that's not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I think this is is great. This is actually something that puts them at the forefront of being uh, um, moving past other companies. UFC is gonna be in trouble, believe it or not. Um, they don't make enough. They pay paying people ninety ninety thousand dollars, man. Yeah. One of their contestants, eight combatants, sorry, eight squirrel soup on on his own. But I can make it sound like like he's poor, right? But no, they're paying people ninety grand. They don't handle damn money like that. They're hoarding it all. You know, uh, and I, it's not to say that you know you can't hoard money when you got money because that's what people with money do. It's just that they they they're not spending it, they're not reinvesting it, and they're not reinvesting in their own product at all whatsoever, not even a little bit. Tell me the last UFC investment. Yeah. Um, oh God. I mean, the the interesting thing actually is about this crypto um nft sort of influence on the, not just um i mean it's been it's been mainly mma i mean you look around the other or yeah yeah of course some teams and things will be sponsored by um crypto and, and whatnot but it's it's a big chelsea chelsea gonna have a big ass crypto.com sponsor somewhere on the back of that jersey because <laughs> um oh in, in case i said before the rickets that are trying to buy chelsea had uh tri- ties to trump which was a uh, you know um pretty big on russia i won't say that he was doing things with him but I, I i'll put it like this whatever he was doing it wasn't like this so <laughs> we didn't have to we didn't have to think about this when it was happening so anyway I mean, it yeah, it's it's growing, isn't it? And, and you, I, I was thinking there. I mean, it's good in a way, isn't it, that, that these um, MMA promotions and sport in general are keeping up to date with what's you know the latest trends and things. But do you think it's sometimes dangerous where they become too 
corporate base you know like the ufc for example it is a very corporate run business now isn't it, it used to be a personal business it used to be yeah sort of family orientated friendly um with the brothers of fatigue brothers dana obviously now becoming a private company um endeavor it, it it's changed hasn't it and it's now a massive corporation with a lot less of a personal touch to it it's more much money as possible get the, the year ends right and um private company it, right yeah and just and so not public not no stock right no um then that, that and yeah you're gonna be heavy on that on that uh, blood in the day that makes him a bitch absolutely yeah. does yeah he publicly traded if you're a somebody if you're not what are you doing i don't trust you if you're not publicly traded if if you want to if you're this big or that that if you're as big as they are or you're putting on the persona that you're something you're not because you're willing to hide everything from me. You're a public company. Not only can I invest in you, but I can see what you're doing. And you trust me enough to see that. And I trust you. You form a relationship. If you're a private company and you acting like you're as big as other companies, but but you're private, you know, and then those uh, companies are public. Nah, man, I don't want to. You're doing some you're doing some bullshit if you if you're a private company. The the best thing WWE ever did to shut people's mouths was go public. Because because they make a ton of money for one, but they have a wellness policy. They have all these other things that you could just look at and go, now I know people are gonna go to Saudi Arabia, but at least you know they're doing it. Because UFC could do whatever they want, and you wouldn't know, and they don't have to disclose it. Also, another another company that is private, uh, the WWE's so-called competition. You shouldn't let people be private companies and then put them on a pedestal. That's my advice to the fans out there. Just saying. I, 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 that crypto stuff, that could... That's good for a private company, but like I said before, what what is UFC doing that they have a crypto uh, a, a, a crypto sponsor or crypto.com that that's their sponsor and they don't know what Eagle FC is doing? I'm pretty sure they do. Like this is why they don't go public because they can't tell you that they're doing all this other stuff, man. They're not really in competition with people the way they they. You think they are. They're all for themselves, and people need to stop going there. Go to a public company that'll pay you six figures. Easy. Oh, man, but they cut me. Well, didn't you get paid, though? You got paid six figures. They didn't pay you that where you were, and you had more job security. I'd rather you say, I'm going to fire you tomorrow if you don't show up. Okay, did you put that million dollars in my bank account? Because if you did, I don't give a shit. Okay, bye. Like, I talk to my boss any kind of way if he was giving me a million dollars. That's probably why they don't give him a million dollars, but you get where I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it's it, they, they do lose that touch, don't they, where, where you think sort of in a negative way almost sometimes with them, the UFC, and perhaps you don't feel it as much with, you know, the likes of Bellator, um, one, PFL, where you know they're smaller, but there is more of that sense of togetherness, I think. And and you look at the crowds and things. They're paying people. They're actually yeah. paying people. Uh, that's true. The morale's yeah, they, better. Um, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> definitely. Like, 
they giving you a big check. It's like, yeah, man, I ain't finna talk shit about them. They paying me, so. Mm. But obviously, the yes evil still continue to be number one, even though they don't pay anyone, obviously. Yeah. Um, so. Which kind of, in a way, I mean, you know, it's getting better. You know, I think, you know, give it a couple more years. I think Bale it could be worse. Yeah, you're right. It could, it could be worse. I mean, yeah, I mean, we. Let me let me not take that away from uh, UFC. It definitely could be worse, but like it should be way better. Like we talked about it before, WWE is paying uh, people more. What are you doing? You don't want to know what they're getting paid in AEW, or you lose your mind. It's good. It's a good sort of actual comparison, actually. What's your thoughts here? Is the gap between WWE and and AEW? as wide as the gap between UFC and Bellator? Um, because they're the two biggest promotions in each of their respective right. sports. No, so. no, and it wouldn't even matter because, um, man, okay, so that's a weird, it's a weird comp, uh, it's a weird question because they are number one and two, but uh, Bellator actually cares and is not a vanity project. Unlike AEW. Hey, if you like AEW, turn this off right now. You already listened enough to give us plenty of stats. Thank you Sean's very much. Sean's on the way to go. Sean's away to go and go crazy. <laughs> so just leave now. Yep. They um they take Chris Jericho like what three either three or five million dollars, and um they pay Kevin Owens that much now, like Kevin Owens or AJ Styles that much. So they don't have a real difference in um they have a aw has a lot of people making okay hold on if i'm not mistaken uh the reports and stuff that i'm hearing are that they pay over 25 million like 25 to 40 million people i mean uh um, dollars to a handful of people that's a lot of money in pro wrestling I'm not I'm not knocking that that happens. Okay? But they're 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 just practicing poor business because that's not the going rate. That shouldn't be the going rate for everybody. You shouldn't be giving, putting a million dollars in everybody's pockets, you know? Just and and we I've seen the wrestlers over there. They're terrible. A lot of them. There's no way a lot of those guys should be getting a million dollars or close to it. But how you going to listen to what I just said. They're on YouTube making more money than people who are on UFC pay-per-views. People break their legs, their arms, mess up their necks on AEW. They are horrendous at the job they do. And they are only pretending to do things. And UFC people, their their combatants are going out there and doing it. Okay? Now, WWE is way different. So, even though you might get paid less than somebody at AEW, right? And you have less job security, your merch sales are going to be way different. Um, I don't remember the figures, but like, let's say man, you, you put in, you pull in a, one of the top merch earners to this day is uh, Stone Cold. And it just came out with a new shirt for him. He makes like Millions off of merch a year. He hasn't wrestled in 20 years. Think about that. 20 years, man. It's been 20 years since Stone Cold wrestled. 20 and he years. He might be facing Ooh. Kevin Owens very soon. 
Right. Hopefully, hopefully so. But like you know, they just came out with a new. Uh, that's why they came out with a new shirt. Yeah. But imagine you you're a retired fighter and you're still able to make money off of stuff like that. Like it's different when you're in AEW and like sure you got control over your stuff and a direct line to it, but you ain't don't you don't have a you're a smaller fish in a you're a big fish in a what? Hold on, wait. Okay, I can't use that analogy. Your pond sucks. Okay, nobody's gonna know who you are or anything like that. So you can you can have control over nothing. Who cares about it? But if you're stone cold and you've been at WrestleMania and you're gonna be at WrestleMania again, and you ain't wrestled in 20 years, you got a lot more money coming. So, um, the different Bellator isn't AEW. Okay, they're not. They're not. They're paying, I mean, they, they pay people, uh, they're better, they pay better than uh, UFC, uh, but when it, when it comes to Joe Schmo and stuff, anyway, but, but um, it's hard to say, they're not, they're not quite AEW, no, I don't know what this thing's trying to do, they're not quite AEW in terms of popularity not that even AEW that, that's crazy because AEW isn't even actually that popular because people don't really know about it and they've been on TNT for like two and a half years and people still say what is that to me uh so that's, that's a that's a tough question what I can say is that um two companies care and two do not uh, two are vanity projects and two are not. Yeah. It, mm. It's well, weird because Bellator's Bellator's is UFC's AEW, right? Yeah, that's, that's what, what, what they are. Yeah. Right. And 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 but they act but they're they they act better. They're better than AEW actually is. A million times better. You know, they actually care. AEW is a straight up vanity project. And if you don't believe me, how how in the hell are you going to make money when you're losing $100 million a year? Your first, not your first year, but in, in one year, you're going to lose $100 million? There's no way in hell you care about your business. I know you don't because you would never lose that much money. Even, as a, even with billionaire money, in 10 years, you'll burn through a billion. And that's that's not even true because if you burn a hundred million now, you're likely to burn two hundred million the next year, and so on and so forth, so forth, until you start to burn billions a year. Now, it, maybe it's on average. It's not on advertising, but uh, what all I all, all I have to say is, UFC doesn't do that either. They they don't they don't care either. It's just a big vanity project to them. So both. The analogy works, but they're all, the companies are actually on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like um, UFC is the the evil Bellator, and AEW is the evil WWE. I know a lot of people are gonna hate that, but that dude's got a private company, and and just his daddy gave him some money, he's spending it. That's fine, but he don't give a shit. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about you. He, he cares about him and what he's doing, and you can tell that. You can always tell that. And I, I hope people wake up to that because that just gets a lot of people in trouble. That's why UFC 
is where it is. Dana White cares about himself, and nobody's getting paid. He doesn't even care that nobody's getting paid. He hasn't made one single change to, to anything to really stop that. In fact, he made it a million times worse when he got the Reebok deal because the money goes straight to them, and then they give you some garbage merch. Anyway. We'll try and keep it um, a little bit positive today. I mean, Sean's a big downer on today's episode. I tell you, he's just... <laughs> no, I mean, you start he... asking me about Ukraine. Yeah. You know, people getting locked up. Why do you feel about this person being locked up and that person being locked up? <laughs> um, but listen, it's been a great show. We've got to kind of wrap up here. Um, I imagine our conversations will go off air here, uh, me and Sean. But we do have to sort of close it up we'll finish with some of the action this weekend um we've got bellator bellator pay-per-view um I'm a, i believe there's an eagle fc event uh, obviously i'll be in russia i said i need to double check on that but obviously the main one ufc fight night um tiago santos versus mohammed ankalaev um, good fight card, really. Actually, is for one of these um, fight nights, really is. I mean, Thiago Santos, um, you know, he's, he, you could say he's had his fair share. You know, yes, he was going up against John Jones in that title fight, but he's had some big opportunities. Um, you know, the win against Johnny Walker was lackluster, and now he's going against Magomed Ankalaev, who just a straight up, you know, beast, really, just really skilled really dominant 16 and one overall does that fight interest you i mean you know you got santos always interesting with the power he, he brings yeah you've got wrestler i mean it's a good fight isn't it no yeah yeah no no um i i, I took another uh, look at the card yes this is the type of card um as a fan you just sit back and you can just kind of sip something to it and I'm like oh, i have a few beers to this and just zone out and pay attention to what's going on um because there's some people you might want to be looking for, checking for in this card. Uh, the main event, obviously. Uh, yeah, that really does interest me because we need we need something to happen there in light heavyweight. Uh, Tiago Santos getting back to the top would be good, and it would only be the uh, the second loss for Magomed. So uh, if he if he were to lose, now if he wins, uh, Santos. Uh, might be on the bum couch. I don't know. Um, he's putting in an application for the. Uh, if he's not on the bum couch, then he's putting in an application to get a seat. Uh, but yeah, I I like I like this card. Um, hope Alex Caceres gets dominated. I can't stand him. I, I've liked I, I've I've lightened up on him uh, since you know since the beginning. I I I I hated him and now. I, I can't stand him now, but I don't hate him like I used to. Uh, he just could have and should have been so much more than what he is. And he never quite learned enough. He never quite ascended, you know. He was, uh, he's uh, Yamcha, pretty much. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Yamcha was, was a badass at, you know, at certain levels. But once they, once they got past Napa, uh, for Dragon Ball Z fans, anyway, if you don't know what I'm talking about, 
Uh, he's weak. <laughs> Alex Caceres is weak, and I hope he get his jaw torn off. But he's he's a good fighter, so it's likely not to happen. He's a, he's an, a decent fighter, so that's likely not to happen. Um, interested in uh, Roundtree and Roberson actually. Uh, what do you think about that? Very interesting, yeah. Roundtree um, sort of had a bit of a, I mean, renaissance in his career, didn't he? Where he, you know, he changed a few things and he became this. Um, you look at the Eric Anders fight; he just absolutely destroyed Eric Anders, and and you think, okay, this is the Khalil Roundtree of where, you know, it could be. He could be, a, he could be a threat. He could be a real threat, which we we always thought he could be. Um, you know, and I mean, he's not fought very sort of a- actively over the over the years. He's only you know 15 pro fights. Um, yeah. 32 years old, coming at this prime. He's athletically so gifted, so powerful. Um, controversially, with the last win against Modestus Bukowskis, you know that um, strange strange stoppage but you know it was a win nonetheless and, and you think three wins in a row um looks to make it four and he's just the type of fight i think he's the type of fighter that you, you you should have on these type of cards you know the exciting fighter you know sometimes it doesn't always end up like that he might you know tire a little bit and stuff but um i mean drew drew dober terence mckinney as well i mean look at alex Pereira. The man that knocked out Israel Adesanya making his return to UFC. It's a really good card. And then obviously the co-main event as well. Marlon Moraes, Sonia Dong. I mean, for me, Marlon Moraes, this is, this is, he's in that category of you need to win. You, you, mm-hmm. No matter yes, what yes. happens, you have to win this fight. Yeah, this, uh, I, I'm going to really enjoy this fight. Hopefully I got a fence up so I don't have to worry about dogs chewing me alive. <laughs> But you know, hopefully I can be out on the patio, have some drinks. This is this is a card I want to pay real attention to. Like I don't want to. I'm gonna be there at the start of each round. You know, like I might get up, do a little something, entertain or something like that. But I I want I want to watch this card straight through. I don't know what the the um prelims look like. Let me see. Nope, never mind. <laughs> Let me be for real. I mean, I'll probably watch that too. I I usually always have the prelims on like always no matter what um man is that uh it's on espn plus so this is good that's always good um you know there was uh, in the other fight drew dober you want to talk about not um uh being what you're supposed to be hmm. yeah drew dober and alice caceres uh you know they they were just it happens. You put guys in a category where you think, hey, you know, this guy's he's got something. And then they don't for whatever reason you don't see it. Like I say, um I was consider is actually a decent fighter. Like if we fought him, he'd kill us both in, in minutes. Seriously, he'd kill <laughs> us both in minutes. You know, so like he that's why I, I tell people on Sportacus, my my other show, take what we say with a grain of salt. And understand that we're criticizing uh, pro athletes on their level. Uh, I am not taking anything away from anyone, you know, especially like gold medals and stuff like that. We're coming up to their level to analyze them. Don't care if she got a gold medal. 
Stop talking shit and fight somebody who's worth a damn. Okay? That's what she needs to hear. That's what we're all saying. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, Drew Dober, though. Like, uh, I don't think he's going to come out of this fight, actually. <laughs> I don't see him winning this fight. Um, and it's not because of him. I, well, it is kind of because of him. Uh, uh, give me your take on, on Drew Dober. Mm, yeah. I... I see what you're saying there about Drew Dober, um, because I think a lot of people would have a similar opinion. I mean, he's just, you know, he looks the part, you know, he, he looks like he could be, yes, he's in the lightweight division, very difficult division to become something when you've got the likes of McGregor, um, Habib now retired, but you've got, you know, Poirier, Oliveira, you've got these massive, like, draws um, in that division, it, aside from it being the deepest division as well. So it's it, skillfully, it's hard. And then, on the, the market ability side as well. So it would be hard for him to break through. But obviously, Islam Makhachev fight went as probably most expected. It was a big step up for Islam um, at the time where you think Drew Dober. And, and that's a name where you know. It's like some of these guys in the divisions across yeah. the UFC, you think, oh, he's a, he's a, he's a dog, you know. He, he, but like you said earlier about gatekeepers, I mean, he's not he's not necessarily a gatekeeper. He's he's one of those guys where if a rising star's coming up like an Islam, and you and you give him yeah. Drew Dober because then that's the next step up in level. Whereas Drew Dober's young enough to be on his own career path, where you know he's becoming really a a, a standard for some other fighters. And you think, yeah, I mean, Terence McKinney's he's a rising star and. Yeah. He's he's it's a perfect car. They're perfect for this card. That's a perfect fight for this card. That's exactly why you keep guys like that in the UFC and why you need them. And they, they just don't do this enough. They should really be talking that all of the fights up. But that one like Very why can't this fight card be on television? Right? Yeah. Why is it on actual television? I mean Can't just... do ESPN too, you know? Yeah. I know. I mean, I don't ABC? have that here though, because obviously yeah. it's it's a different setup, and and what you're saying is that you to get these these fighters more known, because we we know because we watch it a lot that we know these guys and girls, and we think oh they're 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 good, they're they could be become something, but then the average viewer that doesn't see it won't. But because you know it's different from the UK to USA, um, in terms of the TV deals and things, anyone can watch it here. So, um. It's a good, it's a great card, and it's a lot of good matchmaking. I think Good Over, Terence McKinney, that'll be fireworks. Um, obviously, the main event could potentially end in knockouts. And Marlon Moraes is in a in a must win fight, like we said. So, very very interesting. Um, guys, really check this one out. Um, like Sean said, he's going to be he's going to be watching. Um, yeah, I mean, any any final thoughts, Sean, before we finish? I mean. When people are in final fights, uh, not final fights, but, you know, uh, must-win situations, I feel bad because I want them to lose so that they'll get, so that they'll actually look at the other options other than UFC. But when they lose, their stock goes down dramatically. So it's really messed up when you pick that. I think these fighters need agents, and I think they need to just start to make better contract negotiations, um, maybe form some... No, I don't form a union. That'd be corrupt. Uh, 
that's that Chicago again. Don't don't form a union, man. That's it's gonna be that's the most corrupt thing you can do is is unionize. People are like what? Yeah, you ain't seen it like I seen it. That's the worst thing you can do. It's gonna be horrible. And then nobody can get in and stop what's going on in in the inside. But um, yeah, my 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 final thoughts on it like. It, it, we watch MMA for cards like this. And it's not even, this is going to be a much better card than the one we just saw. Much better. Because yeah. we don't really know. Yeah. 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 You know, we don't know, really know who's going to win what. And we don't need, we got, we see the name, like their names to us. Drew Dover's like, and, and, and Kennedy, like they, their names, but like to, to aficionados. You know, not yeah. not to uh, to to analysts, not to Joe Schmo. Uh, nobody in my house knows who the hell Drew Dober is. You know, uh, even if his cousin was in here, he wouldn't know who the hell he is. <laughs> you know, but ain't that right, uh, uh, Cecil Dober? Okay, oh, well, he said yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I know I'm a, I'm a comedian today. I don't know why. Um, it's probably to mask the fact that my dogs ripped. Uh, the harness off of each other. I don't know why they would do that. And I needed to be funny instead of being angry. Um, but no, um, yeah, man, uh, we just we just got to stay the course and uh, watch fights like this coming up. I mean, it's, we gonna have some bad news coming out of uh, uh, Ukraine anyway. Um, people might not like it, man, but like they letting your citizens flee. That means they want you. You might want to just. When all the citizens leave, they're just going to crush you. If you know you're about to lose a situation versus fighting for it, I don't, maybe you might want to look into negotiating a lot better. Yeah, I, don't know why, I don't know why peace talks are, are, are breaking down. You should be looking for peace immediately unless you want your people you know, to be taken out. And it's a sad situation, but this is what we have to look forward to. We have to drown our sorrows in some good old MMA. I think that's what myself, um, Sean, at times, you know, the pro wrestling as well. Um, so many of us do, doesn't it? Drain out um, the outside noise with an escapism in sport and um, hopefully be doing that again on Saturday. And great card, UFC, Bellator in action as well. Um, all the other MMA promotions, no doubt as well. Um, boxing going strong, besides for the fact where there's countless corruption going on but um stay tuned actually guys for some articles heading your way to the mmatorch.com website also um on social media channels we'll be putting out some new things um got a boxing story coming soon but for the episode that's us done um hopefully you guys enjoyed it we'll be back next monday we had a day off yesterday with some personal business going on for myself and sean but like always, we'll be back on Monday um, for another episode of the Weekend Warrior podcast presented to you by MMA Torch. Thanks for listening, guys, and take care. Have a good weekend. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.